0: This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. Meditation involves praising God with Scripture. Praising God with Scripture. Now, can you picture, play with me, okay? Hear with the pastor. You ready? Good. Thank you. Levi's ready. Picture a person who's defeated. Picture a person who's defeated. What's some things that you would notice about a person who's very defeated? Just shout it out. They're sad, so sad. Give me some expressions. So they're probably like head hanging down. Don't give me all Psalms words, downcast. I don't even know what that means. I need look it up in Hebrew. Overcast, I understand that. Downcast, you're right. Sorry, I'm just joking with you. Yeah, they're probably head hanging down. They're sad. They, are they smiling? Probably have a frown. You're kind of describing my son right now, okay? <laughs> I don't want it for breakfast. Go talk to my son. Like, I'm like, buddy, come on, man, stick your chest up. He's like, and he's actually happy, but he just likes to walk around. Like, oh, fine, I can't find my teddy bear. No, but you know what I mean, right? I mean, look at this. Like, imagine if I stood up here and I preached like, so talked to you about meditation today. God loves you. There's victory for you. Like, Hey, how are you guys? Good to see you. You're like, what's wrong with this guy? Okay, on the flip side, on the flip side. Picture a person who's victorious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody's picturing Joel now. It's like, yeah, man. Roam like a lion. No. A person who's victorious cannot afford to stand like this. It it feels weird. It's like, come on. A person who's victorious has a smile, Smile. eye contact. They use their hands when they talk. They're like, how are you doing, man? And it's not fake. There are fake victorious people that you can easily tell. You can smell them. You're like, I hate it. Right? It's like those business guys. Gosh, I can't stand them, right? Like fake, fake, you know, power. But, but a person who's truly victorious. And I want to ask yourself, do you picture yourself as victorious or as a person who's defeated? A victorious person has praise. In fact, that is what praise really means. Praise is a posture of victory. Yeah. Praise is, 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 is when, you, when you're victorious, you cannot help but be like, I, a few, few months ago, I asked my kids, they were playing in the backyard, I was starting something, I said, hey, we're playing charades. Act out victory. What do you think they did? Hands up. Yeah. like, yes, 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 yes. And what do you do when you worship? Oh, you're supposed to, but you guys are too Baptist for that. And yeah, so we like, Jesus, we love you. Yes, we do. Oh, how we love you. You don't care about who anybody around because you're walking in victory. But oftentimes, we're not walking like this. Because you've not pondered God's word to begin with, you've not turned it into prayer, and you've not seen victory in your life. And that's why you walk around in defeat and you have the fake victory posture. But when you're actually seeing God move, today in the hallway I was talking to a few people who are walking in victory, goosebumps, man. You want to jump for joy. I mean, you know that the pastor is not a guy who hugs, but you don't care. You just want to go, you're like, come here, man. Good to see you, right? That's victory. In fact, that's what praise really is. You're walking in victory. And that's why I'm telling you, when you begin to spend time in God's Word and you ponder on it and you see that the promises of God don't match your current circumstances, you begin to pray, you begin to see miracles happen, you begin to see God intervene. And it's beautiful when He does that and you cannot help but praise. But here's the thing, when you picture meditation and you picture victorious praise, it doesn't seem to match because we thought meditation is lotus pose, Low frequency chanting. Now here's another here's another way that we are we have this posture of victory. You know those times when something this is more than just bsu of winning or whatever. There's something just so marvelous that all you could do is just have a smile. Mary, when the angel met her, the Bible says she treasured these things where in her heart. She wasn't dancing down the streets, guys. This was too good. This was just amazing. She treasured these things in her heart. The Hebrew word for this, the picture of it, is the gentle plucking of the harp. Now, immediately I was thinking about it. would be nice to have someone come and play the harp for you to get a picture. And I said, you know what? You guys aren't school kids. You don't need to be spoon-fed that way, but I want you to look at your own heart, and is there the gentle plucking? of the harp in your own life, is that that victory is treasuring what God is doing in your life? And if there's not, ladies and gentlemen, it's because you're not pondering God's word. You're not praying through his word. And that's why you don't have praise when it comes to meditation. You know, Joshua, he goes back to I. In chapter eight, he defeats I. God gives him the, the way to be able to fight them. It's beautiful. And Joshua defeats them. And you know what he does? Their worship is so different, man. They bring the Ark of the Covenant. At first, he's head down, you remember that? Clothes torn, ashes on his head. And this time, it's beautiful. You know what he does? He stands before the Ark of the Covenant. And every single person that's in, this, in, the, in that nation is standing there. And he reads the law of God. Talk about Praise. Talk about turning the victory and the miracles that God brought into praise. He says, man, we've got to spend time. Read God's word. And he read scripture out loud. And there he built an altar, it says. In your own lives, you need to build an altar. In your own lives, a place where you can worship. You see, you might not be a musician, man, but you don't need music to worship. Because to praise means the plucking of the harp strings. What happened when Saul was tormented? They pulled David in to play. The harp and miracles begin to happen. Praise begins to break out when you're walking, when you're driving, when you're going to sleep. Think about the miraculous work of God and let your heart begin to pluck on the strings of your heart and turn it into praise. And that, my friend, is how meditation is supposed to end. It's supposed to come and culminate, you know, with this, this great crescendo of praise, not. With our shouts, not with our jumping and dancing, but here. As it begins to play a music to the Lord. David says in Psalm chapter 9, verse 16, The Lord has made Himself known. When you're praying and you say, Lord, I don't see you in this, and then God shows up, that will be your prayer. The Lord has made himself known. Has He made Himself known to you in circumstances of your life in the past? I'm sure He has. And every single area in your life now where you need to see him, meditate on his word. Speak to him about it. And then that will be your prayer too. Once more, the Lord has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. And then there's this beautiful word, hageon. Selah. Most of our Bibles don't even translate that. It's not because the translators are lazy. That word is just so beautiful in Hebrew, hageon. You know what that word means? I'll let you take a wild guess. Meditate. It means meditate, but again, in English, it's just meditate. But that's the word that means, mm, chew on it. Let it play like music on a harp. You get a picture of it. You and I might not have a harp, but we need to have praise. Pondering will get you started. Praying will keep you growing. And praise takes what you've understood and the prayers that have been answered, and it turns you into a person that's been refined, sifted, and ready for what God has in store. Yes. Thank you. Are you ready to be sifted? Are you ready to be refined? Yes. Then you need to get ready to live the rest of your life in the presence of God with authentic, medi- not medication, authentic <laughs> meditation. It says in 2 Timothy chapter three verse 16. All Scripture is breathed out by God. And it's profitable for teaching, for reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. And why is that? So that you and I, my friends, will be complete, equipped for every good work. You and I will not be equipped if we don't spend time in God's Word. Not just rushing through to read through the whole book, the whole Bible in one year but rushing to be in the presence of God, seeing what it is that He wants to feed you with today. What are areas He wants to turn you more and more into the image of His Son? What are areas where you're overlooking victory and blessing that He will give you discernment to be able to recognize so that once again you can hear the music of worship and praise in your own heart? Would you please stand? I'm going to pray for you and we'll close. If, as I've been talking about this, As I've been going about meditation, I want to see a show of hands. How many of you guys are excited to go back home and begin to apply this, this year? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know what I see? I just don't see hands, man. I see fire. I see coals that are going to be blown on by the Holy Ghost. And I see beautiful, refining fire blowing on you and blowing through this valley. You know what? God put you over here in this valley, not by accident. You have a calling on your life. Some of you, I know you wish you could just leave and go away somewhere else. You're contemplating, it's like, Lord, call me to go somewhere else, I'll go away. I'm with you, man, but God put you here for a reason. God put you here for a reason for such a time as this. But you would not be able to live out your purpose if you don't have the fire of God burning in you and through you. Not to burn people, but to burn the lies down that's been spoken over people, to burn down the, the noise of the enemy. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm so glad that I get to walk this with you. I'm so excited to see the miracles that God will begin to work in your life. The blessing that he'll be be able to put before you for you to be able to recognize and to see, oh my gosh, I thought this was a curse, but it's a blessing from God. If your worship has been dry, please meditate on God's word. If you've been shaken and tossed around in this life, meditate in prayer through his word. And if you are those few, that's experiencing victory in your life, meditate and praise as he keeps guiding you. Father, we heard your word. Now, help us to apply it, Lord. This week as your child goes home, show us, oh Lord, even where to begin, where to start. Teach us, oh Lord, how to dive into your word. For those of us who are suffering, Help us to jump into your word with just such an eager joy and a hunger to see what it is that you're doing behind the dark clouds of our lives. Thank you, Lord, for providing for us. Thank you for rest. Thank you for life. Thank you for health. Thank you for finances. Thank you, O Lord, for joys, for smiles, for family. Thank you for fellowship and food that you blessed us with. It all comes from you, O Lord. But Father, forgive us for the times we made the blessing so much more important than the God who blesses us. So this week, as we meditate in your presence, be near, O Lord. God, express your nearness to us, O Lord. Let us tangibly experience you all around our lives. Father, I commit this message and this word into your nail-scarred hands. And along with these words that were spoken, O Lord, I commit every single heart that heard this word into your hands. You have your way, my King. You have your way, my King. For those who are frightened, speak courage. For those who are worried, speak peace. For those who are confused, Speak stillness over them, O oh Lord. Give us patience to wait on you. Your promises are true that you have been with us, you will be with us, and you will never leave us. And now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the power of the Holy Ghost speak to you, guide you, and anoint you, fill you with all the glories of heaven. So that wherever you go, you'll be dripping goodness and mercy that comes from His presence. May you be used in a way that you never imagined that God would use you. May you walk in authority like never before. May the past be removed. And may the future destiny that God has for you be before you. As you walk in the ways of the cross. That every single child that surrendered to Jesus experienced a newfound freedom that no more will we walk in the fear of the past, but walk knowing that we're anointed, called, chosen, and equipped. We thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. If you need prayer, I'm going to be up over here. I'd love to pray for you. God bless you. Walk in victory. That's all the time we have for today, but we would like to hear from you. Our address is P.O. Box 2014 Eagle, Idaho 83616. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app, available in your app store. Join us this Sunday at the Living Church Boise Service and address can be found on our website www.thelivingchurchboise.com Visit our website for service time and address.